0: What if you could know the optimum career path for you? I'm talking about your dream career here. I'm talking about a career that you love what you do and you excel at it because it comes naturally to you. Sounds like kind of a fairy tale, doesn't it? But it's not. In this week's episode, you're gonna find out how combining the two ingredients you already have will lead you to a list of dream career options. This is where your career plan comes together. A career plan that you will love what you do because you and you deliver it naturally, you excel at it and get rewarded for it. Now let's get into the episode. Hey there, I'm Steve Van Remortel, Chief Strategist and Talent Advisor for Stop the Vanilla and the host of the Stop the Vanilla experience. Where we explore how you can achieve your vision for your business and your career in life by having the right strategy and the right talent. In your business, when your talent decisions and talent plan are based on your strategy, your company will accelerate towards your vision and achieve record profitability and growth. And in your career and life, when you have the right strategy based on your natural talents, you will love what you do, deliver it naturally, excel at it, and get rewarded for it, allowing you to live the life you want. Fundamentally, it's strategy and talent for your business, and it's strategy and talent in your career and life, because there's nothing you can't achieve with the right strategy and the right talent. All right, now let's recap the Stop the Vanilla in Your Career and Life process to this point. Now, this this podcast is very much a standalone podcast, because it's really about how you define the optimum career options for you. But it's also the third step in this stop to vanilla in your career and life process. So step one, uh, which is podcast number thirty-one, where you prioritize your passions in your life. Step two of the process is where you take a DISC assessment, a career our career insights DISC assessment, to understand, own, and leverage the strengths of your natural behavioral style. That's in podcast thirty-two, and then in this podcast. We're going to show you how you combine those two unique ingredients, your, your, the passions in your life and the strengths of your natural behavioral style, to define all the career options that you could love to do and come naturally to you, and as a result, you'll excel at it. And then once we have brainstormed all your career options through this podcast, then we're going to talk about, in this podcast, we're going to talk about taste testing. Taste testing is where you experiment, where you try things out until you find that optimum career path. So those are the, that's the step we're going to cover today, is how do you brainstorm the optimum career path for yourself, and then how do you taste test those career paths to determine which one is the optimum career path for you to pursue. And it's really about putting a strategy and talent plan in place in your career and life. It's about having the right plan for your specific unique talents. It's about having the right plan for you, and then in our last, in our next podcast, we'll talk about creating a life map, which makes sure that your career path becomes a reality, that dream career becomes a reality for you. All right, so let's dive into this after the recap. There, so the fundamental driver of of what we do here at, uh, in, at Stop the Vanilla in, you know, so we do Stop the Vanilla in your business, you know, strategy and talent in your business, and then we do Stop the Vanilla in your career and life, and that's strategy and talent in your life. And one of the main drivers in that career and life service line of ours was, you know, this breakthrough, this this stat that was brought to our attention by Deloitte that eighty-seven point eighty-seven 87%, percent, 87.3%, exactly, do not describe themselves as passionate about what they do for a living. And I want you to think about you. You know, are you passionate about what you do? Um, they're not passionate. That 87.3% is not passionate because they don't love what they do. Right? It it it's not something they look forward to doing. So, you know, it's just going to work. Right? It's it's punching the clock. It's getting those Sunday night blues because we got to wake up on Monday and do something that we don't love to do. So that's the first reason, and one one of the main reasons, that that 87.3% of the population does not love what they do for a living. And the second reason is, is that it doesn't come naturally to them. The position doesn't fit who they are naturally. It doesn't fit their natural behavioral style. And as a result, they don't excel at it. It doesn't come naturally to them. They're not good at it. And so that 87.3% does not describe themselves as passionate about what they do because they don't love what they do and it doesn't come naturally to them. Now, for me, I discovered at the age of 21, I discovered one of my passions in life. I discovered the passion I wanted to build my career around, right? which is step one of the process. But I did not take a behavioral science assessment till I was 35 years old. I mean, I wasted 14 years of my life trying to put step one and step two together. And obviously, the reason, the main reason that we came out with Stop to Vanilla in your career in life is that you could find and def- define and find your dream career much quicker than that and not waste all that time that I did trying to figure it out. You have the opportunity to succeed more deliberately and that is our objective here at Stop to Vanilla. Um, by crafting your mint chocolate chip strategy, you won't, need leave, you won't need to leave so much to chance. And though all of us benefit from a lucky break, creating a great strategy that fits who you are kind of grants that break for yourself, right? Because you're getting closer to your passion and becoming better positioned to be in the right place at the right time to get that optimal career path. No matter where you are in life's journey, regardless of your age, the time is now to become passionate about what you do for a living and deliver it naturally. Now. You know how you feel when you go to the ice cream store, right? I mean, you're walking into the ice cream store, and depending on what ice cream store or yogurt shop you go to, um, they're going to have 10, 20, 30 different options of ice cream. And you got to make that big decision, right? Do I want something fruity? Do I want something sweet, chocolate? Maybe peanut butter? Or, you know, my favorite chocolate chip cookie dough. I mean, I love that stuff. And so when you go into an ice cream store, you gotta, you got to make that decision. And that's what this step is about for you, right? It's to create as many career options as possible, many options, right? Many many options as possible at the intersection of your passions and the strengths of your natural behavioral style. That's how wide open your brainstorming should be. It's like walking into that ice cream store and having 30 options. And there's really no bad idea at this point. Um, so don't limit yourself, Right. And what we're looking for here, and I described this in previous podcasts, but what we're looking for here is that light bulb moment. That light bulb moment when you connect a passion in your life to something that how you can deliver it naturally. Okay, We're looking for that moment that it clicks, when you can see the career path, that you can love what you do and deliver it naturally. So it's important for you to spend some quality time brainstorming as many options as you can before moving on to the taste testing step, which we're going to cover in this podcast. Recognize as you go through the taste testing process, though, you, you may discover more career options uh, to add to your list. Um, and if you're b- walking through the Stop to Vanilla in Your Career and Life planning process right now, um, you want to download the mint chocolate chip strategy template at stoptovanilla.com forward slash resources. Um, this is where we list the dream career options that are at the intersection of your passions and your natural behavioral style. So to help you begin brainstorming, you know, let's offer you some examples because, I mean, that's the easiest way to understand how to wrap your natural behavioral style around a passion in your life is really just to see how other people have done it. One of the quick, easy examples that I give to people is often, you know, a lot of people are into sports, right? And so, if they're not good enough to play, if they're good enough to play a sport, they're probably already pursuing that as their optimal career path. But if we're not good, to, good enough to play a sport, we can still get into sports management. So let's just say sports management is, is your passion. Now, if you have a, a high D, high I style, uh, behavioral style, and you, your ability to influence people, negotiate, have a lot of charisma and you combine your passion for sports management with your D&I style, your dominance and influencing disc style, like you could be an agent for pro athletes or or even college athletes. But if you're an SC, if you have a different behavioral style, but you still have a passion for sports management and you have more detail orientation, you're more methodical in your approach, um, you're very technical, um, you can get into salary cap management or contract negotiations. So that's the first example I want to give you. Is that my passion? The passion is sports management. But which way you, which career you choose within that industry, is based on your natural behavioral style because you want to deliver it naturally. So again, if you have a more outgoing style, you may be an agent for pro athletes. If you have a more internal style, but more detail, more technical style. You may be behind the scenes and be be the individual that manages a salary cap or puts the contracts together, that type of thing. So that's a really quick, simple example. Uh, In the book, I I talk about our oldest daughter's story. She discovered the human cell um, in eighth grade. That was her light bulb moment. And then we we determined, um, we had her take a DISC assessment, our career insights assessment, and really discovered that you know, she has a high I, high S with a moderate C style. And we looked at all the careers that she could use to really uh, use that passion for her human cell, but the strengths of her natural style. And so the brainstorm, the options, the career paths that we option, or excuse me, the career options that we brainstorm, you know, she could be a cancer researcher, She could be a uh, a doctor. She could. um, One of her passions was working out and stuff, and so she could get into the fitness world. Um, But at the end, and then and then she did. I'll touch on this a little bit later. But then she did taste testing to figure out exactly what option that she, uh, which dream career option she should take, Um, and so. Britney's story is really at the intersection of her passion for the human cell and the strengths of her style, which are compassion. She's very compassionate. She's very genuine. She's easy to like, but also very technical. Um, and so, we created the, the we defined her list of options. And shortly, I'll finish that story for you. When we went through the taste testing part with her, my example is strategy is my passion, um, and the strengths of my natural behavioral style have a high dominance high influencing style, uh, low ass, moderate C in my style. Um, And that all makes sense to you if you understand the dis-language, which we covered in a previous podcast. But my strengths in my style were very much visionary, action-oriented, could be in the front of the room, right? So what the career options were for me was to lead an organization, to use those gifts, or become a, a strategy and talent consultant And so, those were some of the options that we brainstormed in my men's chocolate chip strategy template. But what I want you to do here is think about your passions in life, right? Think about that list of passions and think about the strengths of your natural behavioral style. And if you have your disc assessment handy, it will list the strengths that you have. And then I want you to list as many career options that are at the intersection of your passions and strengths. So, just think about that. What options? What career options do I have that I'll love what I do, but I'll deliver naturally? So brainstorm as many dream career options as you can that are at the intersection of your passions and the strengths of your natural behavioral style. I mean, one of the things that I did as I went through a lot of the taste testing is I met with people that know me, right? I did a ton of research um, online. Um, I talked to a bunch of people about it. I mean, I, it took me three months to really identify the optimal career path for me based on my passions and who I am, how I'm naturally wired. And so as you think through your passions, as you think through the strengths of your natural behavioral style, start building that list of possible career options and keep adding to that list. And that list is like, I call it like a living document. Like it's going to be with you the rest of your life because these are, these are the things that you'll love to do and deliver naturally. And because of that, you'll excel at it and get rewarded for it. Um, so continue to add to the list. And now I'm going to start talking about taste testing. But as you taste test each of these options, you may think of more career options that you can add to the list. So make sure you keep adding to the list. Keep adding as you go, all right? So let's let's talk about, now we have brainstormed this list of career options that are at the intersection of our strengths and our our, our passions and our natural behavioral style. Now we talk about taste testing, right? And the one thing I really want you to know is that the people, the 12.7% that love what they do for a living and do it deliver it naturally, um, they you know, they continue to pursue, they continued to experiment, to move forward, to brainstorm, to gain clarity on what the optimum career path was for them. None of them lingered or sat idle, right? They kept working at it, bringing them closer to living their passion. And they did this simply by sampling their options until they Until a career that they discovered this career that, you know, they love what they did and came naturally to them. And so recognize, and this is a couple really important points here, recognize that this is a journey. It's not a sprint. And we have a saying here at Stop the Vanilla that it's an evolution, not a revolution, right? It's going to evolve. And my main point to you as you pursue your dream career is it's all good as long as you keep moving forward as long as you keep taking steps doing research talking to people adding to that list of options and then taste testing that's what's important you know since you know we all have different behavioral styles and we all have different passions there's any number of ways that you can bring this together to make it haven't make sense for you and when we do taste testing we encourage you to use as many techniques as possible to sample the career options that you've brainstormed. So I got a list of them here. We provide a list in the book of just a ton of different things you can do to not only add more options to your list, but also taste test the options that you have on the list. So you know, you can research online. Now, don't make that your only means of you know, research. Don't, don't rely completely on it. But the, online is a really cool, um, you know, uh, it's a, a great resource to learn a ton, right? Meet with people that will ask you great questions and expand your thinking. Meet with people you know and respect. Reach out to different professionals to interview them about their work. Like, let's say you've whittled it down to a specific career path. Go meet with people that are are currently in that role, in that position. Um, Have lunch with professionals who work in and around the career options you're considering. Shadow, intern, take apprenticeships, or even a side job related to your passion. You could enroll in a class, whether it's for college credit or not. You could volunteer or do pro bono work in your area of your passion. Um, You could get on an advisory board, um, or you could post it on a website and see what kind of feedback you get for it. I mean, there's a ton of different options, a ton of different methods or approaches to taste test the optimum career path options that you've developed. So these are just a few suggestions to get the gears between your ears turning on how you work through this options list that you have. Taste testing is all about, it's all about asking around. It's all about testing out these wild and crazy ideas for your career. And learning all you can, whether that wisdom comes from a college, colleague, or a mentor. You know, for career for career research to yield dynamic results, treat it like it, the experiment that it is, right? It's, it's really going in and just learning a bunch of stuff and waiting for that light bulb moment to turn on. So if you've listed six or seven career path options, start taste testing around each of those options, and really when you're engaging in you know those different levels of immersion and research, really be thinking about how you feel when you talk about each or, or you know look into each of those options. You know, does the room get brighter for you when you talk about a you know certain career path, or think about doing a certain career path? Because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that light bulb moment to say, "This is it. This is it." And rather that's through an internship, or rather that's just you having lunch with someone that's currently in the career that you're thinking about, um, you're looking for that light bulb moment when you say, "This is it." You know, Albert Einstein has a saying that the only source of knowledge is experience. And that's what taste testing is all about. It's a gaining experience. It's gaining knowledge um, on the different options that you've listed and which one will be the best career for you. And as you're exploring these sweet options, you really only have two questions that you got to ask yourself about each option. Am I passionate about it? Does it get me fired up? Will I look forward to Mondays, right, number one? And number, number two, does it come naturally to me? Is it something I'm good at? It's something I love to do, and it comes naturally to me. So those are the two questions that you have to answer. Now, as you're going through this taste testing process, um, and as you're looking at these passions, these or excuse me, as you're looking at these career options that you've listed, recognize that one of these career options will be your chosen and selected option. But the other options could turn into a secondary stream of income, something to do after retirement, or simply could be a hobby. You'll gain clarity on what role each of these passions, each of these career options play in your life. You may learn that a given passion is not something you can monetize, but maybe it's better suited as a hobby that adds joy to your life. So, for example, Prince, uh, you know, the first ballot rock and, rock and roll hall of famer who never lost his passion for basketball, even though he was only five foot, five foot two inches tall. You know, he likely was not built to be in the, in the NBA, right? But he still loved playing basketball because it gave him an outlet. It, it helped him with his mental health. Um, we certainly can be passionate about our hobbies, and that passion and enjoyment can increase when we clearly define an activity as a pure hobby as opposed to a p- potential career. So a really good example for you. When I was growing up, I started playing hockey when I was eight years old, and I treated hockey as a possible career path, right? Uh, like the NHL, every time I got on the ice, man, I was looking to get better, I was looking to try to make money playing hockey. Well, the reality of it was, is I wasn't good enough to play hockey. Um, I Not only, you know, could I not put food on the table. I I couldn't buy a table. <laughs> I let alone I couldn't buy a table at all. Right? So I learned that hockey was not a passion I could monetize. And as I got closer and closer to living my passion for strategy, my income correspondingly increased. And that allowed me to have more expendable income and time for hockey and more time for hockey than ever before. So in fact, through this process of defining the optimal career path for me, I discovered which passions I can monetize, which passions I can't, and how to monetize them through my natural behavioral style. But I also got clarity on which passions I wanted to keep as hobbies, because hobbies are a key outlet in your life. So while I knew my passion at age 21, I didn't learn my natural behavioral style until I was 35. And rather than regret that I did not craft my mint chocolate chip strategy sooner. In life, I was grateful that I've been able to live my passion ever since. And that's the encouragement I want to give you. Regardless of what point you are at in your career, there's never a better time to stop the vanilla in your career in life, to love what you do, and to deliver it naturally. Now, you've listed, you've brainstormed all these career options at the intersection of the strengths and your passions in life. And then you've taste tested, you've taken time, you've looked into each different option, talked to people, sampled them, took internships, whatever all that stuff we just talked about is. And now you've come down to that light bulb moment where it's become clear to you as to what the optimum career path is. And that's that's your mint chocolate chip strategy, right? That's what goes in column four of your mint chocolate chip strategy template. It's your chosen career path. Um, And that's, now you start putting action plans in place to make that happen. Because the one thing you got to recognize is various combinations of your natural behavioral style and passions in your life can come together to equal your career and also the hobbies and things that you're going to love to do the rest of your life. So again, a couple, let me just, uh, in the last section, I talked about Brittany's story of how she combined the human cell with the strengths of her natural behavioral style, right? So that was... Then she listed these options that she could, uh, her option, her dream career options. And so then we started taste testing. So uh, when she was in college, uh, she worked at a hospital. Um, she shadowed uh, an oncologist. She got an internship in cancer research. So she did all these different things to kind of taste test which best. what was the best career path for her. And ultimately, those things I just talked about helped her lead to choose the career path of a pediatric oncologist, right? There was a lot of different options, a lot of different ways to go. And then she went out and did her taste testing and was able to narrow in on that one thing, which she's on her way to delivering that. For me, you know, I discovered the, the intersection of strategy and the strengths of my natural behavioral style. And while I was looking for another company to run, I started helping clients on the side with their strategy. So I was doing some taste testing of being a strategy consultant. And, um, and I like to say that was 21 years ago, right? I mean, um, I, I started to figure out what my options were. I started providing some consulting during the day while I was also looking for my next you know, career option. And I just kept getting more business and more business. And um, when I was in front of the room, when I was leading a leadership team through the strategy process, I loved it. I loved it. With, I mean, passion is my strategy. So to be able to talk strategy with the leadership team was like, this is awesome. And my natural strengths of my natural behavioral style allowed me to excel at it, being in front of the room, guiding them, being asking visionary questions to help the team get there. And so as I was looking for another job, I was also taste testing all these different career options, and the right career came to me the light bulb turned on and I, I soon, you know, founded Stopped to Vanilla and I've been doing, we've been doing strategy and talent planning here for now 20 years. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary as we speak. So what turned into me taste testing, my passion for strategy and leading, being a strategy consultant has now turned into a company that's been around 20 years, 20 plus years. And when you, when you consider that 4% of all companies get past their 10th birthday, um, that just shows you that this process not only works because it, it helps you define a career path that you're going to love and deliver naturally, but because, because of that, it's something that you're going to excel at and you're going to build a business around. Um, and it's going to be around for not only you know for hopefully your life, but for generations to come as you continue to build your team and put more people that are passionate about what you do in those roles. So as I, you know, did all that taste testing and then fo- founded Stop the Vanilla, you know, my, my dream, optimum career path based on my passions and my strengths was to be a strategy and talent thought leader, right, kick out a lot of content on st- strategic planning and talent planning, be uh, a strategy and talent advisor, speaker, trainer, and author. And so that's how I got to this point through my mint Chocolate chip strategy. Now, one of the things I really want to point out to you, and this is really important, is that for some of us, for some of you, the path will reveal itself immediately, like instantly. Like, I've been working with people, and we're 10 minutes into the session, and it's like, boom, we got it figured out. And then others, it may take time, right? It may take time to come together. I've coached people through career planning for three, four, five, six months, because, again, it's an evolution, not a revolution, right? Right? and taste testing and thinking through the options, and this takes time. And regardless of where you're at in your career and life, this is a time for you to define your career options. This is a time for you to love what you do for a living. Now, if you're later in your career, there's no time like the present, right? I mean, I didn't figure it out until I was 35 years old, and really it didn't come together until really in my early 40s when I really started get, you know, getting going. So those of you that are further along in your careers... While your options may feel limited by time, you also have that invaluable advantage of experience. You will will be especially wise with your time going forward because you appreciate and understand its value, not to mention that you'll be more apt to maximize your time thanks to the perspective that you've gained. And despite your fiscal responsibilities, you're also more likely to have more expendable income or savings to explore options for your next career move. Now, let's talk about that. A if you have significant fiscal responsibilities and you can't just quit your job and go on to your next one, it has to be more of a transition. You may need to do, you know, to build out this optimum career on the weekends and at night and in your free time. You know, we always say, lucky that it's lucky that when you get that light bulb moment, it, it's energizing. It brings you a lot of extra energy because that's what you're going to need through the transition. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you to say that. You know, It's not always easy to transition from your current work, thats called your job, your current work, to that optimum career path for you. So if you're later in your career and you have significant financial responsibilities and don't have the nest egg or don't have a little cushion to allow you that transition time, you may need to double up a little bit here in the short term to make it happen. I've known many people that have done that. And candidly, I did it for a little while as well until it, it made sense to financially move forward with starting Stop the Vanilla and in the book we talk about Matt. Matt, I met Matt when he was 43 years old. I mean, here's a young man, here's a here's a gentleman that had a law degree, you know, had a mechanical or electrical engineering degree and he had all these gifts, but he just couldn't put it together. You know, he had a family, he had a mortgage, he had all these responsibilities, but he just couldn't tie it all together. And I actually was his third career coach. Third, the first two didn't help him get there, um, and we went through the stop the Vennau in your current life process, and we looked at his passions in his life. We looked at the strengths of his natural behavioral style. We brainstormed all the career options that were available to him, and then we put a game plan. Once we identified his 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 career option, we put a game plan together to transition over the next couple months to that new role, and that's exactly what he did. Um, and. He still emails me, and we talk often. And he's loving what he's doing. Um, You know, he he had he had had to take some time to transition because he had responsibilities. But he put his plan together, and he executed. And now he's living the dream right now. So that's if you're later in your career. If you're early in your career, you know, for those of you that are early in your career, the challenge could be choosing. The challenge in choosing your path could be a little bit different, right? You're probably worried maybe about limiting yourself. but let's be real—you can't pursue everything, um, even if you have more time to figure it out. I mean, that's why we prioritize your passions. That's why we use behavioral science. So we're using data, accurate and objective data, to help you think this through. Now, one of your greatest assets early in your career is you may have fewer responsibilities, be it financial and other responsibilities at this stage in life, such as dependents, you know, as kids, a family, mortgages, or taking care of your elderly parents. So. These factors should increase your willingness to take risks, to sample different, different career fields, and or relocate if you have to, to, to pursue that dream career. So where you're at in your career and what your situation is, is very unique. And all it requires is just you to think through, here are my options, here are my career options, here's the path I'm choosing. Now, what's my transition plan to get there? And because everybody's life's different, everybody's circumstances are different, your, your transition's going to be unique. But it's not difficult to do, and it's just about figuring it out and then executing that plan. You know, Jacob, Jacob was early in his career. He was actually in college when I met him, um, and we put his plan together. He, his passion was cooking, and his behavioral style was very detailed and technical-oriented, and so we put his pa- path together to be a chef. And so he, uh, he left the college that he was at and started working in a restaurant, but then went back to a, a big-time culinary school. So this process works if you're later in your career. This process works if you're early in your career. It's just the, the, the situation, the circumstances around your situation might be a little bit unique, a little bit different. So think them through and then execute your plan. But again, I'll go back to that advice I offered earlier. It's always about moving forward. It's always about taste testing your options until you get clarity. And that, that's one word that I want to talk about here for a second clarity. I've been coaching executives and leaders and people for 20 plus years. And the number one word in my life is clarity. When you have clarity of your career, when you have clarity of your life, when you have clarity of the things in your life, you are in a much better place. Uh, and you know when you have clarity, you can feel it. When you don't have clarity, at least when I don't have clarity, I, I get unsettled, right? I I get... Um, You know, I don't feel right. I'm unsettled because I don't have something figured out. I don't have clarity, right? So continue taste testing, continue, you know, evaluating your dream career options until you have clarity. And let's just put it this way. You'll know when you find it. You'll know when you have clarity. But keep pursuing your mint chocolate chip strategy until you find it. And as mentioned, it comes easy for some and others have to work at it. But keep pursuing clarity until you get it, until you get that light bulb moment it happens for everyone. I hear thousands of stories, people telling me their light bulb moment, like this is when it clicked. You know, this is when this is when the room got bright for me. And I want you to keep pursuing it until you get that clarity, until the room gets bright for you. Keep keep moving forward. Constantly research, constantly, you know, experiment. Continue meeting with other people until you zero in on that winning career and life strategy. Now, in the next podcast, we're going to talk about how you, you know, define a what we call the Rocky Road Life Map. How do you put a life map together? And make sure that this mint chocolate chip strategy you just created, this dream career that you just created, becomes a reality. Defining the career, the optimum career, is one thing. Making it a reality is the next thing, and that's what we'll do in our next podcast when we develop help, when we cover how to develop your Rocky Road Life Map to make your career path a reality. So, in today's episode we covered several things. Number 1, you already have the two ingredients for your dream career. We brainstormed the career options at the intersection of those two ingredients, your passions and the strengths of your natural behavioral style. We talked about how you taste test those options to pick the optimum career path and then decide on the best option to start passionately pursuing that and we we'll, and then you'd pursue that through your life map, which we'll cover in an upcoming podcast. In every podcast, we have this section called The Single Scoop. And today's Single Scoop is really I want you to brain, brainstorm the career options at the intersection of your passions and the strengths of your natural behavioral style and then start taste testing until you pick one dream career option to pursue. We call it your mint chocolate chip strategy. And your mint chocolate chip strategy will help you love what you do and live the life that you want. And that's ultimately what it's all about. Thank you for listening to the Stop the Vanilla experience. I would love to know what your thoughts on today's episode were, so you can email me at info at stoptovanilla.com with any input, suggestions, ideas on how we can bring you and your team more value through these podcasts. If you want to receive an email each week that contains quick tips and and ideas on how to achieve the vision in your business and your career and life, um, go to the StopToVanilla.com and sign up for our weekly scoop. Um, So you can head over there to do that. Remember here at Stop To Vanilla, we want to help you achieve your vision in your business, your career, career and life by having the right strategy and the right talent. And one saying we have here at Stop To Vanilla is always remember, those who plan, profit.